Hello and welcome back to SELF. This is Social Emotional Learning for Faculty for the Adults in the Building. And I'm April Danielle, your host, and I have been in education for over 20 years and I truly believe that healed teachers can heal the world. I believe social emotional wellness of our educators should be a top priority. And that's what this podcast is for, to guide you on this journey of social emotional wellness. So let's go ahead and get the party started. Hello, today's episode, we're going to talk about getting your morning back, taking your morning back. So first, obviously, obviously, I'm going to start with a story. So I was, I think it's when I was an assistant principal, I don't know, like four years ago or something. And I started to realize that my whole day was about work. From the time I basically woke up to the time I went to bed, I was either doing work and or preparing for doing work. (laughs) And so I, I started to feel a little resentful. Like they own me. They, and then I realized I have choice. We've talked about this before. I have choice. I I chose to set up my life and my day the way that I did. So I started with something, one part of my day and something small, and that's my mornings. And one of the reasons I started with my mornings, you probably have heard me say before, is really because of my sleep. And I knew because of Molly from Sleep is a Skill that getting morning sun would improve my sleep at night. And previously in my life, I've had a lot of trouble with sleep. I do not now because sleep is a skill (laughs) and I've learned the skill. So all this to say, that's why I decided to start with my mornings because I really wanted to incorporate time where I could get sunlight. And I called it Take Back My Mornings. This is perfect timing because I learned something today I because I told you I kind of got resentment and I was listening to someone speak today. I listened to so many things. I think it's Peter Sage and he was talking about anger and if anger like is a useful feeling and um, like doing things out of anger, like there's a lot of movements, like societal movements that are from a place of anger and how can that be beneficial? And what he was talking about is that anger is a great instigator. And if you keep the anger as you start to take the steps, that's when it becomes ineffective. So you notice the anger that, and that like triggers action, almost like that, uh, oh, golly, bolly, like the thing that makes a gun go off, like that, but you wanna leave it there. That's not a good analogy, but you want to leave it there in the gun. You don't want to take it with you. So I wanted, I felt that resentment and I kind of felt that anger. And I started to be like, this is my day. Like, why am I giving them all this time? Okay, again, first of all, I would like to remind you, this is my choice. I made this choice to do these actions, right? When I woke up in the morning, all all the morning was about was getting ready for work. That's all the morning was about. And I bet you feel this way too, especially if you have kids. All the morning is about is getting ready for work and school. And it doesn't have to be that way. That is a choice. You may you may be thinking, I, some of you I know, I know what you're thinking right now, is like, that's all it can be. There's not enough time for anything else. So let me tell you 
how I took back my morning, and maybe it can inspire you to take back your morning. The first thing I did may sound weird and kind of counterintuitive, but I did things at night to help support my morning. And I know I'm still using the same amount of time, but little things that you already know, like making my lunch. I made sure my lunch was ready to go in the fridge. I made sure that my outfit, I had one, I had already chosen an outfit because sometimes if I don't make that decision early, it takes a lot of time. I change like five times and then I have to iron five different outfits. So I make sure that I have my outfit chosen and ready to go. So really, and I also started taking showers at night. So really all I had to do in the morning was basically get dressed, like tidy myself up, grab my lunch and go. I tried to make sure that everything in the, I could do everything I could to support my mornings. And remember, this was just my first step in like basically taking back my whole life. So I was taking back my morning. So this is my first step. So anything that I could do to support this particular endeavor, I did. It also meant, don't cry people for what I'm about to say. It also meant I woke up a little earlier. And you guys, I started to realize that my body would naturally wake up that at that time previous to me choosing this, but I would go back to sleep because it wasn't time to wake up. So it kind of fit with everything. And again, I have to support this at night by going to bed on time. A lot of times, and gosh, I know this so well, we don't want to go to bed because it's the only time we've had to ourselves all day. Like, this is my time. I want to extend it as long as I possibly can. And also, we may think, I don't want to go to bed. I don't want to go to sleep because that means waking up in the morning and doing it again. I feel all of those so much. But know that if you switch some of that time from the night to the morning, it will support your whole entire life. Everything will get better. It's because then we're not using it as a coping mechanism. We're using it as something that's supportive and growth oriented. So that's another thing I did is I set my alarm to wake up earlier. So I started waking up at five. I wake up at five now and I included a walk. The dog loved this. So I decided what things am I going to do in the morning? These are the things I'm going to do. These are my non-negotiables that I want to get done in the morning. One was going for a walk because I wanted to get the sun. I knew the dog loved it. So I wanted the dog to be happy too. So we went and they weren't that long. Like we're talking like 15 minute walk around the neighborhood. So I included that. I also wanted to make sure I meditated. And now back at this time, I hadn't been meditating very long. I was doing, I was doing guided meditations in particular. So I wanted to make sure that I meditated for 10 to 15 minutes. So I made sure to make time for that. And then I also wanted to journal. And I think, and as you guys know, these things, these three things are super important to me. So I made sure to journal and make time for journaling. And that might've been before or after meditation. So I would go for a walk. I would come back. I would sit on my porch. I would meditate and I would journal. And that's it. And it really didn't, I didn't really need that much time, but I made sure that I had at least an hour. To me, that was a good amount of time. I had an hour that I took back my mornings and then I got ready for work. Another thing that I did, shh, don't tell anybody, is I 
when I packed my lunch, I also packed my breakfast and I ate my breakfast at work. And I realized I don't need to get to work 30 minutes early. I don't need to do that. If I remember, I'm doing everything I can to support this one intention, this one thing. What can I do to support having my morning times back to not give that time to this job? And one of those things is not going into work early. So what can I do to support that? Again, it starts the day before. I make sure before I leave for the day that everything is set up enough for the morning that I don't have to come in early. Now, it obviously depends on your schedule and your contract. And it's still possible, no matter what your schedule and contract is. I set myself up so that I don't have to come in early. And there are so many things that go with this, I think. There's a lot of mindset. There's the culture of teaching and education in general and the perception of those who give more time. I think that's starting to change, which I think is phenomenal. I think we're I think the days of you get an award for attendance are going down the drain, which I really appreciate. And contract time is contract time for a reason. Now there may be valid times to give more. And you need to make sure to protect you. That's what this is all about. That's what your social emotional wellness is all about. Knowing that when you are your best self, you can give your best. Similar to when you're working like on a project and you're like, I don't have time to take a 10 minute break. But if you had taken that 10 minute break and come back, you would have realized you're even more efficient and would have gotten even more done given that 10 minute break. Right. It's kind of it's a little bit counterintuitive, but we know that that's true. We know that that's true. So make sure that as you're maybe even saying no to things in the morning before school, um, maybe if you've been voluntold to do something, there's some discussions that need to be had. And that is for the greater good of all, not just the greater good of you. This is a lot of mindset shifts that I think as educators, we need to make to make the system better as a whole, because we have power too. And I think that because we're such givers, we sacrifice and we think that sacrifice is good for everyone. Same thing with parenting. We think, oh, if we sacrifice, that makes my kid better. Like it's all for my kid, but your kid needs you to take care of you first. You guys know this. I don't know why I'm harping about it. You know this. So Look at perhaps what you may need to say no to, to create this sacred time. Mine was the morning. Yours may be an evening that may feel better to you. It doesn't even feel good for me to say. So I don't, I, it doesn't, it's just not how my body and my schedule works. I love having that morning time for me. And it sets me up for an intentional day instead of, getting up first thing in the morning, one, not wanting to get out of bed because I know that means I have to get ready for work and go to work. Instead, I know I get to have this time and it's my time. Just like I want, just like sometimes we want to extend that time at night because we want that time. I get up because I know I want this time. And so it helps me get out of bed with a better attitude and more positive. And it also creates space 
space. <laughs> it creates space. Well, I've talked so much about this too, but it creates space for me to focus on me, which extends throughout my day. And it's easier for me to pause and give space not only for myself, but my for my students as well. Imagine if all, just imagine, if all of our students came to school having had a peaceful morning. What? I think, I think it would be a much different atmosphere. So it starts with us. So it sets me up. One, gives me something to get out of bed for that I'm excited about. It starts my day on a good note. And it gives me that time and space to carry throughout my day. When I start my day dreading getting up, just rushing around, getting ready for work. And no matter how much time I gave myself before, I was always late. Now I'm not. Isn't that weird? Like I have less time, but I still make it more on time. <laughs> I don't know why. Probably because I'm not changing my outfit five times. <laughs> that could be the reason why. So carrying this throughout your day really is going to have a great impact, not just on you, but on all of your students as well. And let's not forget the people that we interact with as we go throughout our day. Last episode, I talked about your day and step-by-step -step through your day, like as you walk into the building. Imagine how all those steps are, all those morning steps I talked about, all those focusing on something positive as you're driving in the car, how much easier and more flow, more in flow, those things would be if you started your day with a sacred morning, I call it sacred mornings, take back your morning, whatever you want to call it, your you time, imagine how much easier all of that would be, how much easier and more in flow and more joyful and more authentic it would be welcoming your students into the classroom when you've had that time of peace versus rushing. You can go extreme and kind of compare it just if you're having trouble imagining, because maybe you are, because I've done it, so I can imagine it easily. But you know those days when your alarm doesn't go off and you legit are late and there's like super stress? Those things rarely like end up being like the best day of your life, right? No, those days end up carrying through this chaos and feelings of rush and anxiety and like you probably spill your coffee too you're that that one kid is feeling off your energy and his behavior is like off the charts right it doesn't usually turn out to be one of our best days when we start a day like that we'll swing that pendulum way over to the other side and that's legit how it works when you take back your mornings when you take back your mornings, it is like taking back your day because it starts your day off in an energetically positive way where you, and these are my words, fit in your own words, but where I can get into alignment, alignment with what I call source, whatever you call anything that you want to align with and align with my values. What is it that I really want? And make sure to remember that throughout the day. Align with me, the core of me. And I get to take that through my day. And I promise you, it shows up. It shows up. So what can you do to take back your mornings? First of all, think about your mornings right now. 
And how do they feel? Do they feel like just an extension of your day that you don't get paid for? Is that what it feels like? Because that's what it felt like to me. If it doesn't, you may not need to make a lot of changes. But if it does, decide what you need to do. Your focus may be, it may not be a walk of meditation and journaling. It may be a quiet breakfast at the table with the family. It may be that you cooked it. A lot of things can be, I think, as valuable um, as meditation. And like, for example, when I walk the track, a lot of that is my is an additional meditation time. Yours may be cooking. Mine is not cooking. Side note, right now, I cut my finger pretty deep, just cutting bread and burnt myself in the toaster oven. Um, this was just in the last few days, guys. <laughs> Cooking is not my peaceful me time, but it may be yours. So maybe it means you wake up early, you cook. I keep looking over there because my kitchen's over there if you're watching me on YouTube. You cook your family breakfast. You wake them up in a calm manner instead of, come on, let's go, get, get ready for school. It's time for school. Get ready, get dressed. But you wake them up maybe even a little earlier. They'll grub, they'll grunge, they'll grubble, grunge. You know what I mean. Grumble. They'll grumble at first, but eventually they'll get used to it, I promise. Especially if you have this breakfast on the table that you put love and effort into. That may be your version of taking back your morning. So decide what taking back your morning would mean to you. What would you need to do? What would you need to do to take back your morning? And really what it would do for you. Just imagine the difference. We know visualization is super powerful. So imagine, if you don't know, you're like, I don't know. Should I meditate? Should I cook? Should I do this? Imagine yourself doing it and see how it feels. Because I guarantee you, I don't even have to visualize very hard. But if I visualize myself waking up and cooking breakfast and waking up my daughter, that does not feel like a start of a peaceful day. <laughs> but what the... Things that I chose to do, my walk, my meditation, and my journal did support my version of a peaceful day. So decide what you're going to do because that may alter the decisions you need to make at night. Maybe you don't have time to cook the whole breakfast, so maybe you prepare some of the ingredients at night so that you have time to make that breakfast. Maybe you sit down and have a chitty chat chat with your family and let them know what's going to happen. <laughs> let them prepare for what's going to happen and maybe prepare what's what you're going to discuss at the table. Again, whatever you need to do to take back your mornings. I really think this could be super powerful for education system in general. Think about your kids. Now that they've woken up and sat down in a peaceful way and had a peaceful meal, instead of being rushed and hurry up and grab your stuff and all that, imagine if they started their day that way. It's going to impact not only them, but everybody they interact with. So I really think this could be a super powerful tool for education in general. And the last thing I want to say about it is tell your students. These are things that I share with my students to help build relationships. I let them know all about the story that I just told you about how I decided to take back my mornings. And I tell them a lot about how important sleep is. And so they probably already heard that. And something that I did to help me support this and taking back my mornings. And maybe they can give some ideas too. Bring your students into this. How can they take back their mornings? How can they start their day more peaceful? Because I think they feel like, we feel like, 
in education nowadays is that we're losing a lot of power. We have no autonomy. So them thinking, oh, what can I do? What do I have the power to do to take back my mornings? So they're for me. You may think that students don't need to do this, but they're kind of under just their parents' thumb, whatever their parents want, and letting them know that they do have power. They could wake up a little early or on time and get ready the night before. They could take a couple minutes to, I don't know, what would kids do? To even journal, if they might love journaling, or draw. Hopefully, I would like to say play a little video games. I feel like that's not a good start to the day. I could be wrong. I am open to being wrong on that, and I'm sure there are many students out there who could argue that starting their day with video games would be a good way to start the day. But you get my jest. So I empower you and implore you and encourage you to take back your mornings. I would love for you to share with me how you decided to do this, because I know there are different ways um, than I even can even think of. Right. So all I could think of was what I chose to do and cooking breakfast. There are many different ways to do this. It could be working out. It could be a workout class. Let me know. How are you planning to take back your mornings? And as always, please share this with your friends and colleagues so we can spread the message of social emotional wellness for educators, because I really, truly believe that a supported teacher can change the world. Thank you guys, have a fabulous week and I will see you next time. Thank you for joining me on Self Social Emotional Learning for Faculty. I really appreciate it. I know there's tons to listen to out there. So I really hope that this provides you value. If there's ever anything that you'd like me to focus on or discuss, please just shoot me a DM. Um, it's Instagram at SEL faculty. So just check me out over there and send me a message. Also, if you'd ever like to be on the podcast or know someone who would like to be, please DM me also, because even if you disagree with me, I'd love to have you on. I'd love to get more information and more people and more perspectives on here. And lastly, let's spread this movement of showing people how important it is for teachers to have social emotional wellness. Subscribe, share with your friends, and I'll see you on the next one.